Sundays podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. It's going to happen. You going to sing our song? I'm going to sing the song. The song of our people. Sing our new theme song. (laughs) Welcome to the Cutaways podcast. Woo! Every day we watch a romantic comedy. Woo! Yes. I've totally embarrassed my husband. Look at his face. Oh, we're joined by a guest. <laughs> it's Ghost Sam. Ghost Sam. Woo. <laughs> Your cheeks are so red. It's because you're weird. <laughs> you're the one who married me. I know. <laughs> Don't sound so disdainful. Yep. That's Ashley's husband, Sam. <laughs> That's a direct audio like reference of just Sam. <laughs> just think of greg from crazy ex-girlfriend no totally it's so true just without the the alcoholism but yeah it's so true well welcome back to our podcast sam what's the last movie you watched with us i don't remember you watched grease oh yeah grease i was i couldn't remember if it was grease or pretty in pink it was grease no, and I... then did you watch pretty in pink yeah oh yeah yeah this is the third one wow yeah look see i remembered something that's surprising as well. Well, our podcast, as Sam knows, since he's uh, the guest who's been on the most, apparently, <laughs> we watch uh, romantic comedies in chronological order, and we are now in 1998. 98! Woo! Woo! Well, today we're watching 1998's The Wedding Singer, Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel. I was supposed to watch this on my bachelor party. But as bachelors do, <laughs> we got too drunk and played Nintendo 64. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So we didn't do it. That's the likely story. 007 was involved. Yeah. Hmm. I see. So now we're here now recording. We're here. And you guys have been married for six months now? Something six like months. That. Yeah. Something. Yeah. A little mazel tov. <laughs> Well, the description on DVD.com, let me tell you about this movie. After his fiance leaves him at the altar, wedding band frontman Robbie befriends reception hall waitress Julia, who enlists him to help plan her wedding. Romantic sparks fly as the two spend time together in this love letter to the 1980s. This movie is so good. It is so good. It's cute. It's cute. It's I don't remember it. If I've seen it. Well, it stars Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, who we just saw in Ever After. Like, Mm -hmm. just. Last week. Last week. Uh, And Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor, Mrs. Ben Stiller. Mrs. Ben Stiller. It was directed by Frank Corossi. Corossi? Something like that. It was edited by Tom Lewis. The assistant editor was Laura Bahari. The assistant film editor for Avid was Clorinda Wong. The second assistant editor was Sandy French, who is also the second assist on Groundhog Day. So good to know. And the apprentice editor was Karen Hathaways. Lots of lady hands yeah, touch this. Yeah, all the ladies in editorial department, <laughs> whoa, whoa. not the editor. <laughs> Damn it, Tom. At least you're hiring women. I give you props for that. Yeah. Golf clap. <laughs> Uh, the movie is rated PG-13 for sex-related material and la- language. Does that mean sex-related language or just language? Sexy times. Sex-related material. Well, yeah, that's sexy times. Probably a playboy. But, like, and language. But is that sex-related language or is that I think that's just language. language. I think that's just foul language. Okay. See, that's what I want to know. I want these descriptions. <laughs> and technically, isn't MPAA? all, aren't most, like, lewd language like sex related anyways a lot of the times a lot of the time yeah Yeah. so there's your answer but i see i want i want a definition from the mpaa because they're supposed to tell me how i should show this movie to my children uh that's what imdb is for it's an hour and 50 minutes long and it's rated four stars on dvd.com well also this episode is our last episode of 2016 bye 2016 i will not miss you
happened to if be. I put it up on time, <laughs> which I haven't been lately. Sorry. It's okay. Holidays. Holidays and works and... Life moves pretty fast when you're trying to put up a podcast episode every week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sam, you excited for this uh, flashback to the 80s? You love the 80s. I do. Since when? I don't know. You're obsessed with your birth year. Are you guys going to fight through this whole thing? Probably. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 <laughs> So we just watched The Wedding Singer from 1998, which if if you had made me guess what year The Wedding Singer came out, I would have been like, uh... 2000? Yeah, 2002? (laughs) I wouldn't know. I mean, it's such like a... I mean, it's so steeped in, in 80s iconography. through this movie i'm like maybe not the best movie for sam i'm like are all the 80s references getting lost yes <sighs> that's why i wanted to pretty watch much it. all of them that's why you wanted to watch it ashley yeah for him to watch it yeah yeah so i don't get all so i don't understand the 80s references no so that you will learn to understand the 80s references i so should have had you take like a tally sheet of all the 80s references, <laughs> ashley. like the boy george i didn't know you don't know boy george yeah this is uh what boy george looked like in the 80s and Fun. and he had that one hit song come a come a come a come a come a chameleon so yeah, they had Alexis Arquette playing George. Uh, doesn't it, live up because you need to know the the reference. Yeah, otherwise it just comes off as weird transgender jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it. Yeah. 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 See, didn't realize that. Didn't realize that until I didn't think about it. No. Michael Jackson references. I I got a lot of the Michael Jackson references. That's good. 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 I'm proud of you. Good. You didn't get Fox Eagles. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Did you understand? Did you know the music? I mean, I've heard the songs. They're all like major songs. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the movie? It's pretty good. Yeah. And this is your first time seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen it before. Not the whole. I've seen like the obvious clips that are peppered throughout society, but yeah. Okay. Did you know they turned it into a Broadway musical? No, I did not. Yeah. And it won some Tonys. It won Tonys, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I will say that the ending was the best part. Yeah. The beginning was Adam Sandler, and I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. And then the middle was a little obnoxious. What did you think of Drew Barrymore? She wasn't really... She was better at the end. I didn't like her at the beginning. <laughs> That's what I was telling him he was blasphemous for. You love Drew Barrymore. She's the best. I will say some of her delivery is a little forced throughout some of the scenes. The be- She got better later on, but at the, the beginning of the movie, she was you know, a little forced. Well, when they actually let her, like, act... And have chemistry with Adam Sandler worked a lot better. I don't really like Adam Sandler, sorry. No, it's okay. Like, I'm angry at Adam Sandler. Yeah, and I feel like... He was much better back in the day. Yeah. In this movie, it kind of just shows, like, he has the ability to be talented, but he'd rather, like, not Not be... Not be talented? (laughs) He'd rather, you know, not be vulnerable and be like, no, see, it's all a joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can clearly see that he is talented. Mm-hmm. So. He was pretty good in this movie. I mean, it was just beginning the crude humor that he's known for that I don't like. Yeah. I really like the costuming. Of course. It's definitely 80s. Yeah. 
It was pretty in-your-face 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way they dressed Linda, just like the character of Linda looks exactly like a neighbor I had in the 80s. Nice. <laughs> Seriously, I could show you like old home videos and be like, that is Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what do you remember of the wedding? This is a running theme of on the podcast that I don't remember the wedding. Go. Uh, we... I had to run around town. I had to buy a belt because I forgot to pack a belt. I had to get a microphone and then I showed up at the wedding and the microphone was not there. Then things happened. We got married. Then we went to the reception and then did a lot of things really quickly all in a row. And then we went home. Well, we went to the <gasps> to the hotel. hotel. <laughs> yeah. And that was fun. <laughs> I just like the symbolic nature of your wedding. It's just like, I put you in your dress, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you all ready. It's like you're my mother. I know. <laughs> and this cretin <laughs> <laughs> ripped you out of your dress. Oh, I did not rip. It took a long time. <laughs> and it was very tedious. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 20 minutes of him trying to get me out of the I did dress. not have a crochet hook to do that. <laughs> so yeah, we got married. You got married this year. We have no memory of it, so we that's how we talk about it. We're there just are like, pictures. yeah, we got married. There's pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what happened. <laughs> There's photographic evidence of us being there. So you want to start talking about the plot? You want to talk about the plot of the wedding singer? Sure. Can you see why I wanted you to watch this for your bachelor party? It would have gone over terribly, just so you know. Why? Because I know the guys that I would have been with, and they would have just been, it would have been a mess. No one would have listened to that episode. So, it's 1985. Don't you die, baby. You guys aren't born yet. Nope. Nope. (laughs) So, uh, I like the way it starts out. It's a good credit introduction. It's got that song we were just listening to. It's got sound effects on its credit intros. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of 80s dancing. Yep. Sam dancing. Like this. Yep. You gotta do the head bobble. Yeah, you gotta do that. And you gotta do the pogo. Yeah. Robbie is the wedding singer, and he's the best. He's awesome. He's got the 80s hair. Yep. The, the, the Uncle mullet? Jesse hair. The Uncle Jesse hair, yeah. That's, that's what, what my dad calls it. Yeah. Because my dad had the Uncle Jesse's hair. Did he? Oh, yes. Wait, no, I've seen pictures. He did. Yeah, my dad had a mullet. It It was was so true. It was great. Go, Papa Gendron. So, at this wedding, we meet Steve Buscemi. Who is drunk. He's doing the, he's the best man. He's the brother of the groom. He's doing the best man speech. And he's doing a terrible job. So, so Robbie saves the day. Saves the wedding. Saves the wedding with the speech. He's a good speech. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's the best. It's because he's in love. He is in love. He talks about how he's getting married next week. And he's so happy. And then he lets George take over on vocals. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to hurt me? me? Do you really want to make, make me cry? It's a lot of good music in yeah. this movie. There is a lot of... I'll give it that. We meet uh, Sammy. Me. The creepy Sammy. Oh, still me. <laughs> yeah. The friend uh, slash limo driver. Yes. In this movie. With that awesome mustache. Yep. Yes. He uh saying, hey, check out that new waitress, Julia. I am going to tap that. I'm going to give it to her. Give it to her. She isn't even going to know it. Give it to her so hard. I don't know. I don't know what men say. Give what her, do men say? Give her the D. Is that what men say? Or is that what boys say? That's what boys say, I think. What do men say? Tap that. Tap that. Or I'm going to, I don't know. What would they say? <laughs> I've been married too long. Six months. You've been married six months. What is this like? Uh, For yeah. every month, it's like a year? It's like dog years, yeah. <laughs> and you're the dog. What's that from? I'm the dog. Oh, that's that's when Harry met Sally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holly is her slutty cousin, who we meet here as well. Like, in um, there were slutty cousins in my best friend's wedding? Yeah. Yeah. They're slutty cousins in, like, everything. Everything There's that's wedding-related. a slutty cousin. 
Although Ashley insists that her cousins aren't slutty. No. I don't have slutty cousins. No. Not female slutty cousins. We didn't specify female. <laughs> then I may have some may have <laughs> some, some male slutty cousins. Um, Not that I am into slut shaming. No. Be be free. Be who you want to be. But as long as it's consensual and safe. Yes. PSA CBS from Ashley. <laughs> Julia's main problem right here is that she has been engaged forever and she just moved recently to be closer to her fiance glenn but he is not he's not taking the final step because he's a sleaze bag scum ball. vice miami vice wannabe <laughs> miami vice he is miami vice. he is miami vice miami vice threw up on him yep all over did you get that no ah. <laughs> <laughs> robbie and julia meet uh, we find out Julia's not a big drinker. That'll come up later. She pukes. Yeah. Like me. Well, but, actually, I don't puke. I just pass out. No. But she'll be at his wedding next week, waitressing. I just realized the connection of why they said she's not a big drinker. I'm. Never mind. You got it. You, you, you got, got it, Sam. You got it. Mm-hmm. I'm slow today. Well, you did hit your head on the doorknob. Robbie is giving piano lessons to the best old lady in town. Rosie. She's my favorite of the entire movie. I want to hug her. Yeah. We all want to hug her. We all want to hug her and I want to be her. We learned that uh, Robbie, as she says, is a born romantic and she's genetic. Yeah. From his parents who died. He's an orphan. Poor orphan. And she asks him if he's nervous about his wedding night. If he's if he's engaged in intercourse before. I had intercourse with Eight men Eight before men. I got married. That would be like 200 today. That'd be like probably even more than that now. Yeah, yeah. that'd probably be like a thousand. <laughs> so now it's Robbie and Linda's wedding. Uh, Julia gets dropped off by her mom, and her mom is like, Why aren't you getting married so soon? You're going to get old, and then no one will want to marry you. I think it's time for you to fake a pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't do that ever. Just so. Well, we're already married. I've already trapped you. Well, I'm, I'm telling the viewer audience that that is never a good the idea. The viewer audience? You mean the, the listeners? listeners. <laughs> I'm telling the listeners that that is never a good idea. Well, some people think they watch us. That is true. <laughs> Robbie is waiting at the altar, but Linda is not coming, so Robbie gets upset. He's he was been, jilted. Yeah, he's been waiting to get married since his parents died. He's been wanting marriage. He's Sam. He is Sam. The face that he was making when they were when she was telling him, I wasn't sure if he was going to cry, getting really angry, or shitting himself. I couldn't tell. <laughs> That was the it's, Adam Sandler face. Yeah, yeah it's like it's also a face you you make on occasion. Well, what am I doing when I make that face? Maybe that'll help me understand. Mostly, it has to do with like when you're upset at me for doing something, but it's also really funny what I've done. So you're conflicted and you have that look on your face. Oh, so he's mad and trying not to laugh. Yes. Situation did not call for that, but okay. I think it does because when you are have your heart broken, you do have that emotion of wanting to laugh it off. Like it seems so ridiculous. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Fair enough. We're also like validating like Adam Sandler's acting choices. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Okay. <laughs> Later, Linda shows up. She doesn't want to get married. She only loved him when he was a rock star and not now. She lusted, not loved. Yeah. She wanted fame. Yeah, she wanted to get out of Richfield. I can understand that feeling. But you shouldn't rely on other people to get you out. You know, female characters are not necessarily always the greatest. Because sometimes it plays into the whole stereotypical bullshit of women have to be saved. Yeah, this one was very much like women are just there to be saved, I felt. At least at the beginning. It was the 80s. Julia and Glenn. Glenn wants to get married in Vegas. And Julia's like, yay. Yay. And he's like, no, you don't want to do that. You're going to do the girl thing. Is that really a girl thing? Yes. Like, it's a... At least it's the mentality that a girl is going... Like, you do it a lot, where you think I really want to do something, but you really don't. 
So you say, yeah, let's go do this. And I'm like, you don't really want to do this. I can tell. And you're like, no, I do. And then we go do it and you're angry because we did it. I think that thing goes both ways too. I'm Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it goes both ways. I do things I don't want to do. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not really a girl thing. It's just a human thing. Yeah, but the guys are expected to just go along with what girls want. That's society. Oh, see, I think it's the other way around. Whatever. Glenn gives in <laughs> and says, we'll get married here. It's what you want. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> but you're planning everything. Yeah. Do what you want. I don't care. I'm going to go fuck this lady on an airplane. Yep. That's a little bit jumping ahead, but okay. Oh, come on. You you know, even before that whole reveal happens, that he is blanking somebody else. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. So it's been five days of depression in the basement for Robbie. Sammy comes to talk to him. He says, why don't you come back to work? There'll be plenty of chicks to bang. Hey. hey. <laughs> I'm the Fonz. <laughs> See? Hey. hey, you get that? Did right? you get that I, one? Yeah, yes. I, okay. yes. I don't know where the line is. You said you don't know anything. If it was on Nick at Night back in the nineties, I know it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you know Bewitched? Yes. This next part is a song that I like to sing all the time. Holiday, <laughs> celebrate. It's a very cheerful song. Do you know who sings this song? No. Madonna. Okay. Holiday. So, so Ravi is is very depressed. He's having a horrible time at this wedding, and he has like his depressing take on love and how it never lasts. And then he sings "Love Stinks." I love that bit. Yeah. Aside from the weird fat shaming and nerd shaming. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't age well at yeah. all. But that's Adam Sandler. Yes. Yes, no, I know. It just it just it did not age well. I'm very offended by that. Why? Because you wear glasses? Yes. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> yeah. As we all wear glasses. As we all sitting here. <laughs> so he gets punched by the father of the bride because he's being an ass. I mean. Rightfully so. He was, yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. yeah. You're at a wedding. You're supposed to celebrate love for other families. Yeah. So Julia then finds him in the dumpster. Robbie thinks he's a joke. He's like, he, he bought into what Linda said. You know, he's just a, he's just he's a, a wedding singer, you know. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a yuppie sellout. After six years with someone, you kind of believe what they say, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so now we have Julia's engagement party. It's a little time later. Um... She's getting married in less than three months, but Glenn doesn't want to do any of the wedding planning. Robbie tells uh, Julia about Sammy's skeevy, um, you know, hitting on plans. Give it to her. Give it to her. She won't even know it. Um, and then Julia learns some, like, a couple tips from Robbie, and she's like, you should totally help me. And, but he is, he's not convinced yet. He's still depressed. I'm not into weddings anymore. Fuck love. So Ravi does a bar mitzvah. As is tradition with Adam Sandler movies, there has to be a Jewish yeah. reference somewhere. Oh, yeah. Of course. Equal opportunity. Because he's Jewish. He's Jewish. Yeah. He did a crazy night. Mm -hmm. The Hanukkah song. Well, I was talking about the movie. I know. And I was talking about the Hanukkah song. I haven't seen the movie. So at this bar mitzvah, Robbie's talking to this kid who's a little heavy set and a little nerdy and who's just been dissed by the girls. He's the kid who ate the big giant chocolate cake in Matilda. Yeah. So Robbie has this little plan to have Julia pick the coolest boy to dance with. Mm-hmm. And have a little slow dance. She, she picks the kid. It's all a plan. And then everybody starts slow dancing and grabbing each other's butts. Yeah. Because that kid knew what he wanted and he went for it. Yep. He wanted the tush. The tush. Yeah. The tushy tush. Yeah. Didn't you do that at the wedding? Yes. I did. Uh, did I? How could you find her butt in that dress? I'm like 90% sure he did that at the wedding. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I did. 
I'm pretty sure it was during the first dance, too, and I got really embarrassed and told you to stop. <laughs> we were singing to each other. You wouldn't pay attention at the first dance. Then it was some dance, and I got embarrassed. I remember getting embarrassed and telling you to stop. <laughs> okay. I probably didn't stop. I don't remember what else happened. So now Julia is finally able to enlist Robbie as help in wedding planning. Gonna go plan the wedding. Yep. So their first step is they audition a new wedding singer since Robbie's like, I'm out of the wedding singing no more. So they audition John Lovitz and he sings. It's ladies night. <laughs> oh, what a night. I'm not going to sing. Aww. Sorry. It's the Cutaways podcast. They're singing. Sing. I don't sing. Will you sing Hamilton? No. Will you say Lafayette? <laughs> Lafayette? <laughs> there you go. Making those red stains, or making those red coats redder with red stains. Or blood stains. Come back with guns and ships. And so the balance shifts. <laughs> okay, this is the Hamilton podcast now. Oh, no, it did. That became a thing a while ago. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> like, that's part of our mythos. Yeah. One of these days, we just started talking about Hamilton yeah. and we didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John Lovitz is terrible. He basically tries to have sex with, what's her name? The microphone. Julia. Well, Julia. He was <laughs> yeah. saying sex to Julia. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want you. Yeah. I don't think that's a good wedding singer. I no. Don't know. You hit on the bride. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're getting married, but you need to get me before go into the broom closet actually the wedding singer would be like after the wedding has already happened that would be bad Ew. this man is perpetuating bad things yeah so julia and robbie discuss robbie's ambition to be a songwriter that's how he started being a wedding singer is that you know i always wanted to be a songwriter i was in this band and you know which this is actually adam sandler's like life yeah he was a wedding singer first and then he auditioned for SNL and got mm. onto it for writing all those funny songs. So what I'm saying. It's like he's talented, but just like he doesn't want to show it. Right. Well, he's probably his producers were like, you're known for this crap. And he's been typecasted. Mm. At this point, he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And yeah, he but doesn't. it's easier just to do stupid stuff and have his friends work. Yeah. And so he's doing the easy, stupid. Well, rap. I think that's lame. That's what yeah. Kevin Smith's doing. Same thing. Kevin Smith is different. Okay. He's not, he's making what he wants to make. He's not just doing stupid stuff. Adam Sandler wants to, like, Adam Sandler's movies are just parties that they record. No, they're just his vacations. But he has, like, talent. Yeah, yeah. he has talent. So he plays that uh, Linda song, which he was influenced by The Cure. As Adam Sandler normally is. Yeah. It's a, you like this part. I mean, I like this part, but you said you really like this I part. I love this part where he sings and just, yeah. like, starts screaming into the microphone. Somebody kill, kill me, please. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Pretty, pretty, please. Kill me. <laughs> that was loud. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> you stuck the landing i'm i'm glad i did robbie and julia go out and get ice cream they talk about linda and he's like i don't know it's kind of little things linda didn't give me the window seat when we were on the airplane so i could see the grand canyon yeah i'm more of an aisle person now because you can get up whenever to go to the bathroom mm. i used to be a window seat person when I fly by myself, I get in the aisles so that whenever, the when we land, I can just just get up and cut everybody and leave because I'm that asshole. That's just rude. <laughs> I don't ever Why would actually you admit do that. that? <laughs> I don't Gosh. actually. Admit that. I usually sit in the front whenever that happens. Oh, God, I told you he's kind of an asshole. What? Yeah, I don't like people. Oh man, people like you, Sam. Yeah, don't Sam. lie to me. <laughs> You yeah. gotta open up, Sam. Yeah. Let people like you. Yeah. Let them go into your. Come on, life. Sam. I'm good. <laughs> Let them warm the cockles of your heart. What heart? You really sound like you really sound like the Grinch who stole I the Cutaways podcast. <laughs> it is the holidays. Julia. <laughs> 
Julia wants someone she can grow old with. That's what she wants in the one. Can I just take this moment as a break from exploring the plot of The Wedding Singer to thank our, our patrons? Yes. <laughs> Who? What, what letter is this episode brought by? R for oh. we really, really like you, patrons. Oh, I like it. We're really awkward at promotion. We're sorry. But, I mean, they're sticking around with us again. Even so. even through the awkwardness. Yep. Thanks, so, guys. I'd love to give Leah and Nilba a shout-out. And a hug. A cyber hug. You want to give them a shout-out, Sam? I'll give them a virtual hug from this heartless... Grinch. Grinch. Happy holidays. Aww. Aww. That turned out nice in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Grinch. Aww. Aww. It, it comes full circle. Aww. Am I your Cindy Lou? Oh my god. Did the Grinch and Cindy Lou get married? No. <laughs> sure, if you want that to happen. Okay. I just want to be the one who grows your heart. <laughs> okay. I thought you were the one that chomped on it. Back to the wedding singer. <laughs> We've got a montage. I love this montage. What I want This episode just turned into a musical extravaganza, as it should. As it always should. This montage, there's cake and dresses and piano lessons and limo. Adorableness. Yep. So Julia left her jacket in the back of the limo, <laughs> which is actually um, Drew Barrymore's actual jacket. Is it really? I love yes. that jacket. Well, it wasn't jacket weather anymore and she had to take it off. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you know that you love her. Yeah, Sammy you pay attention. was like, oh, oh, you like her. You like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like her, Sam? Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's all right. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. At this point, she was better. That's good. Yeah. I mean, just like as a human being. Oh, yeah. She's a cool person. It's like a visual presence to your manly eyes. Are you asking me if I think she's cute? Yes. Yes, she is cute. Okay. <laughs> Julia and Holly talk about kissing. And then, like, Robbie shows up. And Holly's like, guys, she kiss. Everyone should kiss. She, kiss. she has to see a proof of church tongue. Church tongue. Church tongue. This so movie man. coined the term church tongue. <laughs> Very important plot point. I feel like that's a conversation that many couples have had through the years. Did you guys talk about your church tongue? He doesn't remember what what our kiss was, and I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> do you remember the kiss? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I remember kissing you. I just don't remember the kiss. The kiss? The kiss. Mm. Was it like a... Mwah! No. No? No. It wasn't. It was a good kiss. It was a good kiss. <laughs> and you don't remember it, and I'm not going to tell you. Nope. Okay. No, I want to hear about the kiss. I couldn't see it. <laughs> there you go. Tell us. No, you can't know. Oh, but I want to know. There you go. It was a very nice kiss. It was soft and sweet. Oh. Was there tongue? No, there wasn't tongue. <laughs> Are you you're sure not there was a, no you're tongue? You're not a tongue kisser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
you, you when you do that it tends to get sloppy and weird and that just is not good so that you tend to not okay you you were night you caressed nicely so if you want to know more about a relationship you can send emails to the bottom of the <laughs> cutaways podcast and we will not answer them <laughs> Please leave us a comment about good kissing techniques. Apparently, I please need help. educate Sam. No, <laughs> no, no. It was a good kiss. You're a good kisser. Okay. You you have your own unique way. <laughs> unique is usually not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Drew's not a very good tongue kisser either. And I've tried years of training him. And I've reached the point of just like, no, just... Just stop. Stop. I've tried. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, like, dance. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah. It's not, like, a nice feeling. Right. And you can't just do, like, this brief thing. Because then yeah. it's just, like, this weird lick. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had a, a, a friend in uh, high school that described one technique as the lizard. Or it was just like a quick couple no. of... <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. that. That's weird. That just makes you feel like you're on the receiving end of a lizard. Yeah. And you're just like... <laughs> it's not sexy. It's no. jarring and weird. Yeah, and yeah. Just like, I, like, I got what? that idea. I, mean, what I figured was that, that was... Did you do like little swirl? Yeah. You can do like a little a little massage. Yeah. <laughs> a little wave action. Yeah. You do that. You're good at that. It depends on like if you're doing any open mouthing. That's the hardest part, like yeah. getting in sync. Yep. For that bit. See, that's why I'm saying it needs practice. So yeah, send us kissing tips. Yeah. Please give us kissing tips. <sighs> yes. My marriage depends on it, apparently. No, it doesn't. I'm no, not I just want to hear what everybody's. You yeah, know, no. every, tell us your moves. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody okay. talks about open kissing moves. Like you have to figure it out yourself, and that doesn't necessarily bode well. I do want to know if church tongue does exist outside this movie. That that is one thing I want to know. So let me okay. know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Find out. Okay. Moving on. Oh, so, their kiss, Robbie and Julia. It's magical. It's magical. It plays like the theme of the song that he's going to sing later. It's that moment. Yep. That one moment. Because you don't know until you touch them with your lips. It's what movies tell us. Magic. Everybody loves each other. This magic moment. <laughs> Holly wants to go out with Robbie. Because she's, like, turned on by that kiss. Yeah. So they have this double date with Julia and Glenn, Robbie and Holly. At a strip club? No, it's just a club. It's okay. Spankies. It's like Hooters, but it's it's it's, an 80s. it's a weird place to go on a first date or a double date. It's well, an eighties trashy club. Considering who the date is with what's his name. The... Yeah. It's still weird to me. He probably chose it. I, I got that. It just yeah. Julia is getting drunk and upset. She's lit as fuck. She had like one shot. Like and she's done. Well, apparently she had a bottle of rum. Oh, yeah. I guess I did say later on it was a bottle of rum. That's a lot. I'd be dead. Yes, you would. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Glenn and Robbie are awkwardly left alone while the girls go to throw up. Robbie finds out that Glenn is has been cheating on julia for a while and even recently and will continue to cheat on her after they get married it's like duh dude you didn't know that like look at this man look at look at the rest of the world yeah then look at this man again <laughs> I and like put him in the it. category that he falls in i like that it was very much like he was trying, Robbie was trying to be nice. Yeah. And he wasn't getting anything out of him. He's like, oh, you do like her, right? And he's like, eh, I mean, she deserves it. So, and then he's like, switches the switch or flips mm -hmm. the switch. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to see if he's doing this crappy stuff. So he tries to bro him up and then gets him to talk because they can relate. 
So yeah, Robbie pretends it. to be a douchebag as well. Yeah. Is that how douchebaggery and men work? I guess. I mean, if you feel like someone else is a douchebag, they kind of bond. Oh, okay. That's good to know. I guess. Douchebag um, bromance. It's a bagmance. 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 Hashtag bagmance. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. You love me. So after they all leave, Holly wants to do it with Robbie. And Robbie's just like, nah. Nah, good man. And she's just like, oh my god, you're totally in love with Julia. Oh. You know, she just wants security. She's just marrying Glenn because he's got money. Money. It's important. It's all about them Hamiltons, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. The next morning with Holly and Julia, Julia is starting to have some doubts. I'd say she was having doubts before this, but real, 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 real ones. Real doubts that she's now, okay, I gotta go figure shit out. I gotta go be Miss Julia Gulia. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reveal from the club. His last name is Gulia. Gulia. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. <laughs> you know, there are people who do want their, their first and last names to rhyme. Yes, they're in show business. Because it's easier to remember with alliteration. No, I'm saying there's like actual people not in show business that want their first name and last name. Because they think it's cute. Mm-hmm. They think it's a sign that that means that their love is real. I mean, you gotta, it's, it's always nice when the first and last name sound good together. Yeah, that's true. Yours kind of rhymes. Oh? Yeah, Ashley yours sounds McKinney. good. McKinney. Ashley McKinney. I can be Irish. You are part of an Irish Scottish family Oi. name. Oi. Irish. I gotta go find my lucky charms. <laughs> uh, no, you cannot be Irish. <laughs> Insta banned from the <laughs> Irish club. <laughs> the ban hammer has come. Why? Because <laughs> you just said that. But it made everybody laugh. You could have said anything else and it have been okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it in an offensive way. I mean, potatoes are your favorite. I do love potatoes. <laughs> yeah. A little too much. I eat the french fry before the burger. We do have a big thing of uh, mashed potatoes in the fridge. Oh, we do. You're welcome. Julia goes to Rosie's to find Robbie, but he's not there. Robbie is at a bank trying to get a job because he needs to make money to impress Julia. Um, but the bank won't give him a job. At Robbie's... Can you just give me a business card? I'm trying to impress a girl, man. <laughs> Throw me a bone. Just make your own damn business cards. I liked, I'll trade you five singing lessons for one business card. At Robbie's, Julia's there waiting, and they get into this little fight because Robbie's all kind of pissy that she would be so materialistic, and she just wants to, like, confess her feelings, but she gets offended and throws the present she's made up in the air. She's made him personalized uh, music sheets. Calls him an asshole, too. Mm-hmm. It's an asshole! <laughs> that was funny. Is that how you feel sometimes? Oh, I know I'm an asshole. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to uh, tell myself. I just know. Inherently? Yeah. Okay. Robbie is drinking at the bar and Sammy is there. And Sammy's like, why are you so upset? Because you like her? And Robbie's like, I think I'm in love with her. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yep. He's like, but I forget about all that, man. I just want to be like you, Sammy. Sammy's like, but I'm miserable. miserable. I just want somebody to hold me. You don't get held when you just go sleep around with people. Uh, and tell me everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. I like that old man. He's precious. Yeah. Trying on wedding dress, last minute little things. Expressing her doubts. Yeah. And her mom's like, you just have cold feet. Julia's like, uh, <laughs> 
but Glenn's a keeper. Mm. Like, eh, Have you met Glenn? Maybe not. Are we talking about the same Glenn? Glenn. <laughs> Ma. 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 <laughs> Ma. <laughs> Welcome to the club, Sam. Mm-hmm. So she does the thing in the mirror where she's just like picturing herself as, you know, Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. And that just makes her upset and cry. But then she pictures herself as Mrs. Robbie, Robbie Hart. Hart. And it makes her so happy. And Robbie's walking up the street to tell her. And he just sees her in the window looking so happy, happy and, and elated. And so not knowing that it is about him. Yeah. So and this is the third plot twist to go the other direction within 10 minutes of the movie. I wouldn't call it a plot twist. I would just call it like a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. that's another like confrontation yeah. sort of thing. Conflict point. Conflict point. This one went to film school. Mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-mm. I make things pretty on paper. More mm. conflict, the better. So back at the bar... Robbie can't stay there because he's got a whole nother bottle of booze to consume. So he takes it out to the alley. But whom should he run into? Glenn. Glenn. And his, and his posse. His harem. <laughs> his harem. His, his squad with the Arquette that isn't an Arquette. Yeah. Looks just like an Arquette. But he's not. Oh, he's not? <laughs> Glenn taunts him because glenn of course thinks robbie is weaker than he is <laughs> i'm masculine male yeah and just being like you're not gonna tell her you're not gonna snitch are you it's breaking the bro code yeah but what if you're not in the brodom yeah robbie's not a bro Robbie sounds too much like scrotum don't say <laughs> That's what it would be. Don't even lie. <laughs> the brodom. The brodom. <laughs> the brodom. It's this big sack-like bag that you put bros in. Yeah. That's no, where that's, they have their meetings. That's where they have their meetings. <laughs> okay. Don't lie. Bros talk about their penises and everything yeah. way too much for it not to be called the brodom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I just don't hang out with enough bros. Oh, I also wanted to say they take like a pledge of some sort, but I couldn't think of another. Another penis joke? Yeah. See, I'm not a bro. <laughs> Quick, call on the phone a friend. <laughs> I need a penis joke. <laughs> <laughs> Got a hat tip. <laughs> need a joke. Give it to me that fast. Schmitty. Ma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking my head disappointedly, just so you know. Why disappointedly? Because <laughs> this is being drawn out way more than it should. I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the penis <laughs> and the balls on which it stands. Isn't that from something? No, that came from her head. <laughs> Oh, and the balls in which they stand was beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's just that my goal is to just break Sam now. <laughs> uh... Do we have any um, uterus jokes? Well, I liked when we called it a nubliette. <laughs> That was funny. No, that was like just the vulva. The vulva you wanted to call it the oubliette. <laughs> I kept that in there because you kept bringing it back in, so I couldn't edit it out. <laughs> that sounds like you. But it's true. It's it's a really good nickname for it. Um, well, I mean, there's like... You can make some jokes about the fallopian tubes, but... I don't know how you would go about it. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> <jokes. Yeah. laughs> oh, this is gross. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. I've got a BuzzFeed article. Oh, yeah, great. These are all called, like, pussy jokes, and they're, like, crude, you know? They're not, like, funny vagina jokes. Yeah, we need, like, classy vagina jokes. I, yeah, I need classy Google vagina. Google classy vagina jokes. 
19 jokes that perfectly summarize your uterus. How do women scare gynecologists? By becoming ventriloquists. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Uterus, I didn't bleed all day yesterday. She thinks her period ended already, so she's wearing cute panties. Also uterus, surprise her. (laughs) What's a period? Uterus wants baby. Girl doesn't have baby. Uterus wants revenge. (laughs) Vagina jokes aren't funny. Period. (laughs) (laughs) The internet needs to step up their game. Yeah. Get on to the classy vagina joke train. We've got enough classy penis jokes. Maybe vagina jokes are funny and I'm just overreacting. 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 (laughs) You love puns. (laughs) I do. Well, I don't love them. I just have to make them a lot. Okay. I think we have to move past the vagina jokes. Why aren't there more vagina jokes? Because the internet fails women. If you have vagina jokes, please share them with us so we can, so they can have them next time. They gotta be funny. Yeah. Like funny vagina jokes. Really funny. Not offensive or gross. Yeah. So, uh, Robbie stumbles home and Linda is there. Da da da! She wants him back. Da da da! The next morning, Julia goes to Robbie's the day before her wedding. And she wants to, you know, cancel it. Cancel the wedding. But she goes to the door and Linda is there. So it's bad. It's bad. Because Linda's like, it's me, Linda, Robbie's fiance. And she's only wearing his shirt. Van Halen shirt. In her underwear. Robbie is still passed out. When Robbie wakes up and sees Linda, she's like, hey, we're getting back together. He's like, no, it's over. Get out. <laughs> Get out. She says she takes care of him. Like, takes care of him how? She probably got him into the bed. He was drunk. Yeah. Julia rushes the wedding. She wants to do it in Vegas now. Get married now. Ah, Vegas. I'm married. Because it's revenge. Revenge yeah. marriage. Revenge. <laughs> That's how I want to get married. In revenge. <laughs> in revenge. <laughs> I feel like I've said that on this podcast before. I feel like you have too. <laughs> Why do I only want to get married out of revenge? Who are you revenging? I don't know. My life is a lot more interesting in, like, my head. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're gonna just, like, come in on a helicopter and, like, be like, this is revenge, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Float down in the big gown. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Just want to run through Vegas in a wedding dress. (laughs) That could be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Mm, I like the movie of my life. It's very cool. So it's Rosie's 50th anniversary party, finally. She's singing the song. From the music band. Yeah. Robbie's there. Robbie realizes he's got to go get Julia. He's got to go get her. He's got to go. And uh, Sammy is like, I know I'll go get the car. I know, bro. I know. That's true romance. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I know. He runs into Holly and Holly tells him what's up. He's she's like, Hey, you back with Linda? He's like, No. <laughs> well, that's what Julia thinks. She's off to go get married. Out of revenge, like all the cool people. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all racing to the airport. Robbie starts writing a song that he has an idea for. On the plane, Julia wants the aisle seat, but she won't get one. Then Robbie gets. Glenn get... is gonna get whacked with a drink cart. Yeah, what a jerk. Robbie gets first class. Robbie gets a first class ticket. Billy Idol is there. Yeah, Billy Idol. The real cool. Billy Idol. Billy Idol as Billy Idol is yeah. one of the best parts of this. <laughs> it was very amusing. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Robbie starts to tell his story of, you know, what he's going to do once he gets there. So he tells, like, the whole backstory and enthralls all of first class. Including Billy Idol. Yeah. But then... He's like, front row, all right, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Like, let's get this on. Then this flight attendant, she comes back from coach and said, this guy just totally hit on me and he called me grade A meat. He wants to join the Mile High Club. 
And then Robbie's like, is he, is he right here? Oh, God, they're on the plane. plane. Did you see that coming, Sam? Yes. Aww. No. Kind of. Kind of. Mm, Are you lying? No. I mean, they're on the plane. Like, I mean, I like that it was there. I didn't think that they were going to figure each other out. Robbie gets to sing the song to her. And it's like the best part of the movie. He gets introed by Billy Idol. Yeah. It's a beautiful song, and he sings it so well. He does. I liked the fact that she was looking at a magazine with Billy Idol on it. Mm-hmm. And since we let our first-class passengers do pretty much whatever they want, <laughs> we're going to let him sing. Yeah, and Glenn gets shoved aside into the bathroom, and and Robbie gets to confess his love for her, and she loves him, and then they get married! I like to think that Glenn just stayed in that bathroom forever. He did, because the Billy Idol fans wouldn't let him out. I know this much is true. We get a nice Steve Buscemi wedding singer. Yeah. I feel like we sang the song in the podcast before. We have. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was with... Um, 16 Candles? Yeah, something like that. There was another one that had it in there. In it. Something that actually was filmed in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, I know, I know, no, it's true. Can I do? Robbie and Julia. <laughs> That's the wedding singer. Yay. Do you want to play a game? Sure, war games. So we're going to do a dramatic reading now, and playing the role of Robbie will be Sam. Who's going to speak into his microphone? I can't see anything now. <laughs> you can figure it out. It can be done. You're a big boy. Playing the role of Rosie will be Ashley. Yes. And whenever you're ready. Ready? Why are you making me do this? Because it's fun. Okay, go ahead. Are you nervous? I'm actually not that nervous. I've been around a lot of weddings before, so I figure it won't be very different. I didn't mean about the wedding. I meant about the wedding night. Will this be your first time with intercourse? Uh. Well, don't be ashamed. You know, when I got married, I wasn't a virgin. I'd already had intercourse with eight men. Now, that's not something I I didn't want to know about. That was a lot back then. It'd be like 200 today. And... Scene. Yay! Good job, Sam. You did it. Academy Awards for you. Yay! I present you. I would with like this to Oscar thank cup. my wife for <laughs> making me do things. Yay! Yay! Time to rate the movie. Do you remember how to rate? Yeah, I give it three point seven five. Robbie songs. Aww. <laughs> He's cute sometimes. He hides it with his assholiness. Point seven of a hive because he didn't really finish some of the songs. Valid mm. mm. mm-hmm. point. Mm. I'm gonna give it three divorce cakes. <laughs> divorce cakes. <laughs> but you know how it works. Even though it's not a thing from the movie, it's a thing from the movie's episode. So therefore, it is Inception, bitch. Wow. <laughs> okay. I give this movie three and a half meatballs. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> um, I, I almost gave it a four because like for me, most of the movie is a three and a half until Robbie sings his song, which makes it a four. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, most of the movie for me is a three and a half. Well, and it didn't age well. Yeah. At all. It's not nearly as funny as it was. Yeah. I agree. The the end pushed it up to the point seven five. Yeah. Like yeah. That was it was, it was an, an average movie for the most of it. Yeah. 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 I agree. We're all in agreement. Look at us. Well Go team. Next week next week we're watching 1998's Practical Magic. Yay! You've never seen it. You've never seen Practical Magic? I don't think so. <gasps> you guys gotta watch it sometime. Oh, we will. Well, those of us listening, those of us, <laughs> those of us, 
Those... We're the only two listeners? Yep. <laughs> How am I supposed to know if there are people listening to this podcast if they don't tell us? I don't know. Tell the people what to do, Justine. Well, you can go and become a patron. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cutawayspodcast. Or you could give us comments or any sort of shout outs on our website, which is thecutaways.com. Or as we call it, a fittergram. Fittergram. <laughs> That's a Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cutaways Podcast. Mm. It's what I said one day and it works. <laughs> it does work. <laughs> yep. We can also be delivered directly to your listening device, like your telephone. Your cellular telephone. Your cellular telephone. We're not going to call you and to recount the podcast, do you? <laughs> we'll call you. Give us your number. Um, <laughs> we're on iTunes and Stitcher, any place you listen to podcasts. Remember, what do they have to tell us? Kissing stories. Kissing tips. Kissing tips. Mm -hmm. Kissing tips and vagina jokes. Vagina jokes. Classy Classy. vagina jokes. <laughs> so there you go. That's your mission. In life. In life. <laughs> The universe and everything. Yes. So uh, thank you, Sam, for joining us. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. I love you. Yay. Sometimes I believe you. Oh. <laughs> and a happy new year. Happy, happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks for joining our slumber party. Thank you. It was fun. Pillow fort. <gasps> Woo! Bye. Bye!